everybody. Thanks for sticking around for another week. I am Kirsten Kroll, joined by the Laura Harper. Laura, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, the Sunday scaries have really been <laughs> creeping up on me all day. Very, so. very much so. They're creeping up here. Yeah. So, wine. I mean, we do have wine. Um, that is something we yeah. did not have last week. Um, also, too, for anyone confused, we're recording on Sunday. This will drop Monday. So if and when you guys listen to it that day, that's why we're talking about Sunday. I'm also missing 90 Day Fiance right now to do this. Oh, so I'm cutting no. into, I know I'm cutting into my TLC reality show Sunday night How ritual. It's tragic, honestly. Oh, there's the dog. There's, there's one of the dogs. Yep. Yep. There's Hank. That is Say Laura's. Hi, Hank. You're on is, air. <laughs> good God. That is Laura's dog <laughs> for anyone wondering who the heck that is. He's crazy. Yeah. He'll be barking here in the background the whole time, most likely. So yeah, it's, it comes with the territory. Meanwhile, Bodie took yep. off somewhere. I don't know where he went. He just ran away. Oh, good. Yes. So anyways, I, First off, the first thing that I want to address this week is we have a name. We do. The podcast now has a name, and I think it's a really great story. Our friend that gave us this name is listening. So hi, Taylor. Thanks for coming on to listen to episode number two. But yeah, so the podcast name is Unbothered. And Taylor mentioned it to us last week on Sunday Funday that we had. Shortly after we recorded the first episode, he said, well, you're bothered by everything. So why don't you name it unbothered for the irony of it all? And I was like, oh, my God, that's great. Very genius. (laughs) It's on brand. It fits very well. Yes, it's definitely on brand. It's very on. There are a lot of things that are bothersome to us. (laughs) Each week we should say what is making us be bothered like why we can't be unbothered so let's just do that right now what what keeps you from being unbothered um well i mean the fact that i have to have two jobs to live that's that's a that's a big one i would say (laughs) yes laura did recently start a second job so yeah, that, that does suck. Yes, I did. It does. But, um, you know, we're out here, um, getting that bag. So <laughs> I respect that. I do. I respect yeah. that about you. This is yeah. hard. Now I have to think of what keeps me from being unbothered. Where do I start? Honestly. <laughs> um, oof, man. Um, probably that I have to work for a living. Like the fact yeah. that I have to do work tomorrow. Yeah, that's probably capitalism, baby. Capitalism. Capitalism is what keeps me awake at night. <laughs> that's why I'm bothered. Yes. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, we'll be better. We'll actually think that through next time. That was just kind of a really random thing we decided to do. But I like that. Right. I think we should we should keep doing that. It's a good um, idea. Yeah. But also, too, going off this, we actually did a lot this past week. I don't know if any of the listeners care to hear about that. First off, I also just want to say I'm very like overwhelmed with the amount of people that actually downloaded the first episode of the podcast and listened. Like even if like two people listen, that's two reasons to still do it. But there was a lot more people 
than I thought yeah. that had taken interest in it. Yes. Shout out to the listeners. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> that was so nonchalant. I bet. I just feel like your boyfriend <laughs> like is probably eavesdropping in the probably. other room he's and probably making fun listening of, to of every. Us. Yeah. He's definitely making fun of me as we speak. He's probably For making sure. fun of me too. He's probably like, what the hell are they doing? What did you two do today okay. on your Sunday fun day? <laughs> well, on our Sunday fun day, we slept in pretty late. So that was really nice. Um, and then he mowed my lawn for me. <laughs> and of course. We, then we ran some errands and then he made a steak for dinner on the grill. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it was really uh, good. I need to invite myself over again sometime soon for him to cook for yes. me. And I made Brussels sprouts with a balsamic vinaigrette. Did he eat the vegetables willingly or was yes, he still like? Yes, he did this time. I only want meat. I also made a. <laughs> yeah, no, he did eat them this time. And he wow. also, oh, I also made a pasta salad earlier today. That Ooh. was also really good. So. I also am needing you to cook me those pad thai yes. noodles again, like this week, because I've sure. been craving them. Yep. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel as a group, we'll probably stay away from Sunday fun day <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah. I, I want to talk about this just because it's so funny. Like it all happened so fast. Everyone's okay. <laughs> but so last <laughs> Sunday, literally an hour after like we recorded the pod, um, Taylor came over, Laura's boyfriend came over to like my joke of a garage sale that I had because not one person came through that entire day. I just sat in my yeah, garage was- in 90 degree heat. And then Jace kind of <laughs> peer pressured everybody into being like, let's go to a brewery. And we're like, you know what? Why yeah. not? Like, let's just, let's just do it. So we went, had a couple drinks and then we played hammer schlagen that's how we you started got it off. correct I did I had to say it slow because I needed to mm-hmm. think about it process it mm-hmm. but we played that that's how we started it off and then he's like let's play Jenga and so we go play <laughs> Jenga and it was getting a little intense and Laura's like oh I gotta go to the bathroom and of course as soon as Laura goes to the bathroom that's when everything happens like this tower was wobbling like it had already like basically fallen over once and Laura caught it and then she's like, I'm going to the bathroom. So I'm like, I'm sitting in the danger zone, <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the danger zone. Jace, I'm learning he's very competitive because like he was not. He says he's not though. Yeah, but he is. He claims you know that. he's not. Yeah. He, yeah. So you do the same exact thing and you're the most competitive person I know. But anyways, but I, Laura's I, in the I bathroom. Think, yeah. Yeah. Laura's in the bathroom. I'm sitting directly behind Jace, not paying attention. Taylor's right there. There's four people at the bar top, like elderly people enjoying their Sunday afternoon at the bar top. (laughs) Jace rips out a block from the Jenga tower. The block smacks me in the cheekbone. And then all of a sudden it was all slow motion from there. Like the tower tips and is falling towards the elderly people. And Jace looks, he's like, do I go over there? Then he's like, I just smacked Kirsten in the face. And then he's like runs over. And it was funny. because I mean, like it was an accident. I'm okay. 
and it, it was just like, dude, like you no are so hurt. intense about this game. And like, honestly, like I'm not Literally. gonna lie, I'm surprised it didn't leave a bruise. Like it really didn't hurt, but like it, I was just so taken aback. I was like, this happened so quick. But yeah. we're all okay. Yeah. Jace felt bad, so he literally almost bought everyone in the bar a drink for the tower knocking over. <laughs> of course. Of course. So it just, that was our Sunday fun day. Did a few other activities this past week. This week is going to be exciting, though. We're going to Machine Gun Kelly. We are. We are four days away. Very I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm going to go feral yes. when he plays Bloody Valentine. I will, like, have reached oh, the peak of my sure existence. You're going to like throw yourself like off of the ledge on accident because of how hard you're going to go. I think I might. Song. I'm going to cry. <laughs> like I'm going to cry. It's yeah. Just... Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a given. Yes. And our friend Anna is going to be at the concert with us. And I put emphasis on Anna mm-hmm. because she's going to be joining us very shortly here. Yeah, she is. Very exciting. I'm very excited too. Uh, there's a special reason we'll introduce her when she comes on. We'll tear up everything. So won't say too much yet, but we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have our very first guest ever. So I'm excited. Welcome back to Unbothered. Kirsten Kroll joined alongside Laura Harper. And we are introducing our very first guest on the show. I mean, episode two, we already have a big time guest coming on. I'm excited. Laura, do you, is there anything you want to say about our special guest? Oh my gosh, there's so much to say. What, where do I even start? Anna has been one of my best friends since first grade, I believe. So I am so excited that she's the first guest that we have. Um, I I became friends with Anna during ninth grade volleyball. I mean, I had known her prior, but I think with all three of us, we got really close during ninth grade volleyball. So that's when we really started hanging out a lot more in high school, but she's something else, but she is a great person, better (laughs) friend. She loves sharks. And also too, today just happens to be the start of shark week. So without further ado, Anna Henning. Hello. (laughs) What's up? Hello, Anna. <laughs> Hi. She was a little nervous to come on the pod. <laughs> I had to out you. What's up? What what kind of introduction do you want to give yourself? Now you have the floor. Let the people know who you are. Sounds good. Um, I am dear lord <laughs> i don't know what to say what makes anna anna <laughs> um well i grew up in rochester minnesota and then moved to a suburb outside the cities um i moved to the cities when i went to school and um once i graduated moved out to the to suburbia because good old suburbia good old suburbia <laughs> I, w- I would move up north if I could into the cabin in the woods by myself, but you would that rent that that money's not there. Nope. So, um, I like being outdoors a lot, hiking, camping. I've been referred to as a granola by these two <laughs> wenches. <Yes. laughs> did you just call us a wench? <laughs> the first she did. Oh, wow, <laughs> we're about to get bullied. Yes. 
yeah nothing new um, <laughs> true I do really like sharks and I'm excited for shark week especially this week because I actually know a few folks on shark week um because I've had some cool trips in the past that have connected with me me with some cool people um I have a dog named Gentry and he's pretty much 75% of my life so (laughs) and it's overtaken my personality pretty much um yeah I don't I don't know I I work in mental health and I'm very passionate about it Mm -hmm. there's a lot I'm an I as Kirsten would say about herself I'm an enigma (laughs) enigma. (laughs) was that a quote from the first episode it might have been it was that sounds familiar but yeah i mean i think that was good anna that was good that was a good way to describe yourself good. you did good okay people will learn more about me as we go if you oh, really want absolutely me oh for ones. sure <laughs> yeah they absolutely will and you know like you mentioned i think there are many things about you that make you very interesting hence why we asked you to come on the pod one of which you mentioned you love being outside camping hiking she does that all by herself people like she will go to state parks by herself for a weekend i could not do that so i mean that's one of the things about you i think is super cool very self-sufficient over here um made multiple trips to the bahamas and mm-hmm. if I, I'm not going to describe all of what you have done with marine life properly. <laughs> so Anna, if you want to take that away there and describe work you've done, trips you've been on, who you've met, whatnot, you're going to say it a lot better than I will. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I'll just start with like the trips I've been on. That's probably a good place to start. Um, I mean, I've always been in love with the ocean and Minnesota's pretty landlocked, as in not touching an ocean anywhere. So as most people probably know, but you know, honestly, in the United States, people don't really know geography. So probably you should point that out. Um, But yeah, so (laughs) I didn't actually see the ocean until like well into my teens, but I was in love with it. And when I got into college, there was a lot of really cool opportunities with classes to go and travel and My first one that I went on, I actually was the first time I'd ever been on a plane when I was 19 and I went to Belize and it was a class called Coral Reef Management. We did some, you know, studies back in the University of Minnesota and then we would take a week trip over spring break, go to Belize and conduct like a research, like a mini research project, whatever. And um, mine at that time was on invasive species um lionfish specifically my project went terribly because I saw very few lionfish so I could gather very little data which I guess is a good thing because they were invasive so we didn't want to see them but yeah still a really cool opportunity um do you want me to just keep going please okay cool please (laughs) um and then So that one was my freshman year of college. And then uh, I went to the Bahamas for my second class. It was called Tropical Marine Biology and Shark Ecology. That was another short-term one. I never did any long-term study abroad. I I did like want to, because I took Arabic in college and I wanted to go to Morocco 
or Jordan, but it was just so much money and so much time. And I was doing too many things. So, cause as you can tell, a lot of those classes had nothing to do with what I do in my job now. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then I went to, I don't remember if it was sophomore or junior year, but I went to the Bahamas for this other class where I stayed at the Bimini shark lab, which was actually one, it's one of the most famous shark labs and been featured on shark week multiple times um, in, you know, in the world, I guess. Um, and so that's where I met the marine biologist. I didn't get to spend a ton of time with him there, but I, you know, I went on another trip later that I'll talk about. Um, his name's Tristan Guttridge. If you look him up, he's super cool, super awesome. His wife is Annie Guttridge. She's um, used to be called Sharks Need Love on Instagram. She's super, she was an underwater photographer. So it was just like dream come true. I got to swim with sharks for the first time and um, take a class by Dean Grubbs. He's another big marine biologist. And he, I mean, I don't know if hard ass is the best way to describe him, but he was like, he was super into it. And like, he knew everything. And then I was like, damn, I know nothing. Because <laughs> uh, I always thought, like, I knew a lot about sharks and sea life. And then I was like, wow, some people really know literally everything. Um, but that was a cool experience. And then more, most recently, it was like a year, year and a half ago now, I went on a Saving the Blue trip, which is sponsored by Annie and Tristan Guttridge. Um, it's a nonprofit they have called Saving the Blue. And we did hammerhead shark research, which hammerhead sharks are my favorite. So I was like super stoked. Um, to try and actually be able to see one in the wild because great hammerheads are just amazing. And I got super lucky and got to see like great hammerheads, a tiger shark, a bull shark, tons of reef sharks. And it was just such a cool experience. And I met um, Lily Rios Brady, who's actually another girl who's gonna be featured on Shark Week this year. Um, she actually got connected with Saving the Blue and then they hired her because she's so talented and good at what she does. Um, she does drone work and she actually is going to school for marine biology. And so, yeah, that's like a super short summary of like the three main trips I did that actually involved like research. And then, of course, I've done my own like more fun trips just by myself doing diving and stuff. But yeah. And yeah well, thank you for that. I mean, that was very well summarized. That's when you're interviewing people, that's the best kind of response you can get where you can just right, sit back right. and listen. So that was perfect. Take it but all in. Yes. Laura can have her turn next, but first I want to take it a few steps further going backwards and ask, how did your passion and fascination with sharks and marine life get started? Yeah, that's a really good question. And it's, it's an I've been trying to trace back like where it all started because just ever since I remember, ever since I can remember, I was like in love with sharks. And so I'm trying to think, and I think I've traced it to when I first watched the movie Jaws, which is the opposite reaction that most people have to that movie. Do you remember but when I just, you... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Do you remember when we watched that movie in second grade and then I was like scarred for life? Yeah, I thought and you were like, I've seen this so many times. <laughs> no, and you were like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. I know. So. I was literally at nightmares for a long time. 
Yeah, I, I think I was bad. like, "Mom, come pick me up." <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of cute to watch it. I and I feel bad, but I was like a weird kid who was like watching Gladiator before I was ten years old, and just like, yeah, this that's is cool. That's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> My mom sometimes worries about me, and she's like, "Did I let you watch the wrong things?" I was like, "Yeah," but I <laughs> it made you who you are today. <laughs> yeah, I really did. Um, sorry I interrupted you no I was wondering if you remember that (laughs) (laughs) I did (laughs) it's a core memory for Laura it is a core memory (laughs) yeah um but I had an opposite reaction I cried when they blew up the shark sorry if I spoiled the ending for anyone but um you did for me I've never seen Jaws yeah well spoiler they they get the shark in the end (laughs) sad Um, I know it was so sad and then I I just like I just wanted to learn about it I still have some of the first books I ever read about sharks and like little books and I don't know it was just something I just thought the ocean was fascinating I always wanted to be a mermaid or like just a human that could breathe underwater I guess and just be there but I also really love Minnesota so that's why I've never left I would like to know your favorite shark trip that you had and like your experience doing that because I know you've had a lot like you described. That's really hard to be honest. I know. I love them all for different reasons because they all were different mem- like core moments in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh. Probably, oh my God, that's really hard. I (laughs) probably like at the top is when I first went to Bimini because it was the first time I'd went to the Bahamas. It made, it struck my love of the Bahamas too. Like, oh my God, I recommend going there to everyone. If you want to go on a tropical vacation, that's probably going to be one of your more affordable ones that you could find. Um, and so if you want to get some ecotourism, that's a super great option. Um, it was just the first time I got to swim with sharks and actually see them. And I actually have a picture that I'm looking at right now in my room, but, um, of me and doing a workup on a black tip shark. And that was like the coolest moment ever. Cause I actually got to see what it would feel like to be a real researcher and, mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, I'm actually like out in the ocean where these sharks live and migrate and, and mate and like just, I mean, that stuff <laughs> is super cool to me. And so, and then I got to feed like baby lemon sharks and where they have their nurseries like out in the actual wild. And so it was just so cool. I got so many, just such a variety of experiences. Um, but this, most recent trip I took to the Bahamas is a close second because I got to see some of the biggest sharks I've ever seen, which was really cool. Another thing I want to ask you about is, uh, you know, when you think of sharks, I mean, you hear all of the stories like on the news and whatnot, like, oh, so-and-so was attacked by a shark. When you look at the statistics of it, it's very rare. What is the biggest misconception people have about sharks or something that the vast majority of people don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think this misconception is getting better, but I think number one that shark attacks happen a lot, and are fatal a lot. Um, there's really not that many shark attacks in the world, even in a year. Um, they sometimes they are rising, but depending on your views, people have different feelings about this. But climate change is impacting sharks' migrations. They're coming closer to the shore. Um, because of the changing temperatures in the oceans, so that can impact, and we're having we have more people on the beaches than ever. So, statistically, the likelihood is going to go up. But the second thing is that it's like on purpose, like they're seeking out people, like you see in the movie Jaws. You know, like this is some killer shark that's on the move. They like to eat people. We are one of the things they want to eat. That's not true at all. A lot of times it's out of curiosity. Like I always just think about it. Like if you didn't have any hands, it's like, what are you going to feel around with when you're swimming around in the ocean? Like if you even see like divers in a, um, in one of those cages, cage diving with great whites and you see the great white come and bite the cage. People are like, Oh, they're trying to eat the people. No, they're actually just trying to figure out what the hell this thing is. It's so weird to them because they've probably never seen that before because it's not in their environment so they come and check it out and they're like oh it's not that cool I'm gonna leave it alone or something um so I think those are misconceptions that I hope are getting a little bit better like people know okay shark attacks don't even happen I know there was like one time a um a statistic going around that bees kill more people than sharks do like (laughs) So I hope that's getting better, but yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people forget that when we go into the ocean, like we're in their territory, you know what I mean? Um, So they're just not used to it and people aren't used to it. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. I think I really ascribe to that and it sometimes probably it could make someone upset. I could totally empathize. Like if you had, if you were someone who had a family member or you yourself were attacked by a shark or a wild animal, you're not going to really love to be like, well, you were in their home. <laughs> but <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But like, I'm not blaming those people, but you have to have some level of respect if you're going to go out into the wild for like what the wilderness has in it. And so if, even if you're just swimming on a beach, that beach was originally not inhabited by humans and was meant for the creatures that live in the water. And so there is going to be some element of risk no matter what. And so I think, I think what I don't like is the response to some of shark attacks. Like it's horrible. Like if someone dies from a shark attack, that's awful. But does that mean now we go on a killer shark hunt where we try and kill all the biggest sharks we can find as close to the coast no that's not a rational reaction so Mm -hmm. that's my opinion though I mean I think that's a good point to bring up too I do yeah and switching gears a little bit now too, tying it all back in together it's shark week you mentioned you know a few people that are taking part in it this year what are some things that you know you as a lover of sharks, very passionate about Shark Week itself. What are some things not only that you will be watching, but other people should as well? 
Oh, it's a great question that I'm not like, I'll be honest, not super prepared because um, I don't know the names of the episodes. I'd have to go back and look. Um, this is you was, can plug the organizations too of the people that you know and whatnot as well and maybe people can keep their eye out for them because you mentioned they'll be on there so you can take that route too yeah let me find sorry one i like the sound effect <laughs> so one of the episodes is going to be tuesday the 26th um jaws versus kraken Ooh. Um, I do believe that's the one where um, Tristan Guttridge and Lily Rios Brady are going to be on. Um, those were two people that were on the Saving the Blue trip. Um, so, you know, I'm not like, I want to just put out there so no one thinks that I'm that girl who's like, I'm her best friend. It's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know these people. I've met these people and I'm I feel very blessed to have met these people, but no, do we hang out that much? No, we don't even live in the same <laughs> state. Do I sometimes message her on Instagram? Yes. And I, again, feel very cool to know her in that capacity. Um, but yeah, I don't want to be that one who's like, someone gets hit by a bus and they're like, oh my God, I was just talking about it. I know. <laughs> so um jaws versus kraken looks really good i'm just gonna see if i can find any other ones um, i will also just say saving the blue on instagram that is the one of the trips that i went on um like i said it's a nonprofit organization if you do go on one of their trips um you would be basically like a research assistant for a week and it's super cool they teach you if you're actually hoping to get into marine biology or get into some kind of work in you know the ocean or some kind of research in that capacity um they will teach you actual skills and it could go on your resume and could be really great um you'd meet some really awesome people and people who are deep into the business like some of the dream jobs of people who want to be marine biologists i will be honest when i went on the saving the blue trip i realized like if i actually wanted to do this i am you know like it is a passion job you have to put everything you have into this kind of job which actually made me question again if I really wanted to like because I've always wondered if I should leave what I'm doing now to start doing something in marine biology but it is it is something you devote your life to mm -hmm. um so I'm sure Tristan is going to appear on some other ones because last year he appeared on two different say, uh, Shark Week episodes. But Tristan Guthridge is just my favorite marine biologist. And if he ever hears this, he's going to hear me fangirling and be like, this is weird. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll tag him in it. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't think he realizes like how much I like him um, because I was sitting at the breakfast table with him in, in the Bahamas before we went out on the boat. And I would always, every morning, try to get to sit right next to him. <laughs> and I was like, but I tried to be like really cool about it. Like, oh yeah, you're sitting here. I guess I'll sit here. So, oh, is the seat open? Oh, is yeah. it okay? Like if I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like such a chill, cool guy. And I just tried to match that energy. But on the inside, I was screaming. <laughs> um, you love it though. I don't know if it answered your question at all. It did. No, I think that was a good yeah, place for people to really narrow in on and focus on. So yeah, I mean, I think so. For sure. Now, should we switch gears here a little bit and just 
do some spits. Words are hard. (laughs) I I exaggerated (laughs) towards the end, but do some spitballing here. Yeah. Anna, question for you. Yeah. We're doing this every week now. Uh What is something that keeps you from being unbothered? What is something that bothers you, triggers you? God, I have so many. <laughs> Say, sure, you can share more than one. I'm a bothered person. <laughs> Same. Hence the name of the podcast. Um. Well, okay. I've gotten a lot better of not really like trying to pair out like what actually affects me versus what doesn't affect me. Um. And so not being bothered by those things. Um. But what is something that just continues to bother me yet? despite my inner work um <laughs> us calling this the pod or that we're gonna go potting the pod. that does me that triggers me <laughs> um no what else i'm trying to decide like how deep i want to go with this <laughs> should i stay surface level with it you can do whatever you want honestly the deeper the better but whatever your comfort comfort level is all right well then i'm gonna dive right in Sweet. Let's hear it. In honor of Shark Week, let's dive in. Woo! Um, I I really hate and get bothered by the group think that happens due to social media. And um, I think it's kind of like, I know there's always been group think. That's a thing. I'm not going to say it's just our gener- newer generations, but it's impacted by how much we know about everything and everybody's opinion. And I think it's really sometimes hard to know if people are being performative or if people are genuinely, truly feeling those things, especially those reposts, Jesus. Yeah. And I just can't, I just am like, you know, I want to know, are people actually doing the inner work they need to do? Or is this like, (laughs) will they feel guilty if they admit that they feel differently about a subject. That's a question right. I always ask myself. And like, it's not really any of my business. You can think whatever you want to think. And it, I will never know if you're being true or not on social media. But that's also why I very rarely repost stuff. Because to me, I don't want to just do it because I'm a part of the crowd. And I want to check a box to say, I, I agree. And you can know I'm a good person because that doesn't say anything about whether or not I'm a good person so yeah I like that I think that's a good point to make too and also taking that on the flip side the people that are like if you're not reposting things like if you're being quiet like you uh, are not a great person because you're not standing firm and it's like you shouldn't feel like you have to post something just to post it or like if you do have a different opinion people being like we're not friends. It's like, how is yeah. that going to fix anything? It's not like, come on, right. let's, let's not do that. Yeah. And I, I like agree with that too. Like the whole just unfriending thing. I, I mean, <laughs> this could be controversial because I know there's reasons people do that. And I think, you know, you do what you want to do, but I don't think it solves anything. And I think I wonder if sometimes those people have tried to engage in conversations, you know, and Mm-hmm. and maybe you don't want to do that you don't have to and 
I don't know. It's just, it is, it's kind of tough. Just some of the rhetoric that goes around nowadays. I struggle with it a bit, but I try to just think about it more on my own and keep my social media out of it because it's, it's very draining in my opinion. I think it is. And I think that's why we see so many people that also struggle mentally right now too, because they don't know how to disconnect from social media. And like, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. I love the news. I'm a newsy. I went to school for journalism, obviously. So I can get overly consumed by staying up to date on what's going on. It's like, sometimes I just need to turn my mind off, you know, like, yeah. It's good just to take a, a mental break from social media. It just gets to be a lot sometimes. So I totally get that. Yeah. I mean, and I just want to add, you know, people can feel the way they want to feel. They can post the way they want to post. Yep. I think, but yeah, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, dear God. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. 7,000 times. Yeah, yeah I, know. I get that. I get that. Like, yeah. can we go back sometimes just posting pictures of our food? Right. <laughs> the simple times. I do like, I will add, I do like, like, I have one friend, shout out Allie, who posts very informative infographics on Instagram that have, like, actual, you know, links to Mm -hmm. the sources and everything, and it's very, I'm like, wow, I've never heard of that before, and it's just, like, sometimes you can tell, like, there's an opinion behind it, but it's also still somehow remains neutral and just teaches people something, and I'm like, wow, I really like her what she posts because it's not the infographics you're seeing over and over and over again that just makes really big blanket statements it's actually telling you like hey here's an opinion but here's like all the information to back up that opinion um Mm -hmm. that is really helpful for me I like that too and you know bringing that up too this is something else that keeps me from being unbothered People do not know how, and this is the journalist in me talking as well. People truly do not know how to dig through sources and which news is credible and which news is not credible on their own anymore. Everything is just mm-hmm. pinned fake news, mainstream media saying this, this. And it's like, like, do you know what news outlets like are considered more entertainment and what news outlets are like considered actual news like if you're watching cnn fox news networks like that that is entertainment like that is literal political commentary like talking heads like that is not factual that's all based in opinion like if you turn to your local yes exactly and like it's like just turn on your local news station like even abc news like today show like i mean take you know today show parts of it like our opinion but most of it depending which hour you're watching like it's factual like these people are not out to mislead you like you need to learn how to do your own research find your own credible sources and figure out what's entertainment and what is actually factual and I get sometimes like the lines can get blurred with that but like god I just want to smack people on the head sometimes and be like dude (laughs) just take two extra minutes to like look it up yourself right yeah should have had a v8 literally (laughs) god it's just oh I'm triggered Taylor's listening to this and I'm like I'm triggered yeah (laughs) I did it to myself Taylor's house no but I know he listens to the pod (laughs) 
Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like he was behind you listening. No, no he's, he's probably just in like, the corner <laughs> in his car at work, and he's probably now like laughing to himself, like God. Well, actually, um, I just he just snapped me. Uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Of course, he is. And so we always snap each other when we're watching Lord of the Rings, like a couple of nerds. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Well, he's going to be in for a treat when he listens to this pod this this week. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> not one that should be in there. <laughs> oh. uh, he's, he's good. Well, we have a couple minutes left. Is there anything else we want to add into the conversation or any? Sorry, I have the hiccups. I couldn't tell if that was a burp or a hiccup that was about to come out. But Please not let it not be a burp. <laughs> I want to get that on for the love of God. I want to get that on the recording one of these I days. Don't. Eventually, I will it'll happen. literally like never listen to this podcast again. Who knows? Like, views could skyrocket. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm gonna it'll go viral. <laughs> um, I also would like to point out I don't feel like this is the last time you're going to be hearing from Anna on the pod because I've told her no. all weekend I'm bullying <laughs> her into being a regular. So, Anna, yeah, peer pressure. So- yeah, either you can give a thumbs down if you don't want me to be a regular. And then I want to know what the people want. You know, Kristen, got to give the people what they want. Yeah. I think they want you. Yeah. I know I we do. I want to be wanted. And I need you that are. <laughs> you are wanted. I think Anna's one of the co hosts now. She'll be part of the regular recordings. Hell yeah. It's part of my greater scheme to be announced I, at a later honestly, date. I was actually really excited. Because I've never done like a podcast before and yeah, I, I feel like I think a lot of things and I talk to myself because again, weirdo, but like, <laughs> I, I think it would be cool to actually talk about stuff and yeah. find people who like to tune in to hear me and you guys talk because you guys, this- I feel like we all do well talking together yeah know. absolutely and this is the place you know for the fifty thousand podcasts i've done or started i've wanted you on for a while so now like you're stuck here like this is this is it yeah yeah well this whole zoom thing is cool yeah isn't it yeah now we're gonna need well. we're gonna need to get you i mean you sound great but we're gonna get you, need to get you official with a microphone yeah that'd be cool i think that yeah. would help yeah um, you just, I mean, you feel important talking into a microphone. It's less about the sound quality and more like you just look official and you feel yeah. important. It gives you the confidence. Right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a nice closing statement from Anna. Well, <laughs> you- <laughs> we're, we're poor here at the Unbothered Podcast. So we have a minute and 12 seconds left on this Zoom recording before it <laughs> Give us a out. rating. Give, give us, us a rating. rating. Please tune in. Please, Please share. We'll need sponsors so we can afford to pay the extra, what, $5 a month to upgrade to pro so we can have unlimited time on our meetings. <laughs> um, yeah. Or so like we don't have to go to work as often. That'd be cool too. That'd be um, cool. <laughs> I could um, not have a second job anymore. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Are there comments sections? Like do people comment or ask questions ever? We'll work on that. Uh, you can on the review page on Spotify and Apple, but to be determined, we have less than a minute left. The countdown has stopped. So I don't know how much time we have. So guys, we'll be back next week. We're going to make Anna come back next week too. So before again, <laughs> zoom kicks us out, have a 
great week, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank yeah, you thanks for listening to me talk about sharks. Um, if there's a way to ask questions, I like talking about them. Believe it or not, I could talk more. So <laughs> ask a question. Find me Do on it. Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I'm Do it. Stay Become tuned. My fan. <laughs> Good God.